Hey there, Elevate Your 8 audience. Want to learn the secrets, tips, and tricks to a more organized and productive you? My workbook, Top 22 Ways to Be More Productive and Create Time Freedom, is free, and in it, you will learn incredible tips and tricks such as how to maximize your commute, change your scenery, control your calendar, and delegate like a crazy person. Get instant access to these secrets and more right now. Go to chrismcpeak.com forward slash free goodies. Now let's dig on into today's episode, shall we? You're listening to the Elevate Your 8 podcast the easily digestible lifestyle show that empowers you to live your happiest, most productive life so you can achieve time freedom. Productivity is just a matter of simple mathematics and prioritization. Honor your work-life balance by working only eight hours a day. Honor your health and wellness by sleeping eight hours every night. Once you figure that out, the rest is gravy. Or Jolly Ranchers if ever you prefer. If you're ready for a healthy helping of life-changing wisdom with a side of quirkiness, you're in the right place. Here's your host, Dairy Free, Karaoke Crazy, future 200 breaststroke national champion, Chris McPeak. Okay, today's hot seat seat session is with Sabrina. She is a full-time student on the East Coast. Sabrina, thank you for coming on Elevate Your 8 today. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited for this conversation. Good. So um, let's talk a little bit about what you're studying and what your career path is or what right. you're planning on it to be. Right. What I'm planning on it to be. So I uh, I guess for some background, I went into university with the intentions of going to law school, going to graduate school. So um, I my degree is going to be in philosophy that's major, and then a double minor in French and political science. Okay. But yeah, so so pretty good for law school, especially. But um, yeah, as I went through my degree, I was able to do a work study in podcasting and audio, which was really really exciting. And through some connections with some friends and going to some social events, I got also got really really into tarot and tarot reading and oracle cards and that kind of stuff. So now the plan is to not go to law school and to start my own podcast editing management and production business and then also read tarot professionally. I love it. That sounds so fun. You know, it's so fascinating the way that people's career choices pivot when there's something that you get involved in in college that you find yourself really drawn to. Um, That was my career trajectory exactly because I planned on being a high school English teacher and I got hired to be a resident assistant and everything just went from there. So I switched careers, the idea of my career midstream, because just like you, I'd found this other activity that, um, that brought me a lot of joy and excitement. So the tarot thing, was that just a hobby originally or? Yeah. So I fell into that the same way I fell into audio. Um, even before I did any of it, for money or for work, it was about wanting to get to know myself deeper. Um, So for me, tarot is a very introspective meditative practice. I pull the cards and it's a way for me to maybe take the 
messages that are pre-assigned and sit on it and think about how I feel as it applies to me. So yeah. that's kind of how I started with that. And it's also how I started with audio. Um, a couple of years ago, I was going through some of my own like mental health stuff, transitioning from high school to university. So I just used the voice memos app on my phone and I started speaking. And that's how I also gained community. I love, love, love that. Um, okay, so tell me a little bit more about this work study job. I've never heard of a work study job being in podcast editing, and I have worked at universities my whole adult life, so this is pretty exciting. Yeah, it is exciting. So I go to the University of Toronto. Um, okay. I live in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, and there is a student extracurriculars, activities, specifically designated building called Heart House, and I work at a work study through them. I'm a Heart House student podcaster, and it was really interesting, the story that kind of uh, how that came about, if you have a moment. Yeah. But awesome. So basically, the September of my first year, September 2017, I didn't know anyone, didn't know what I was doing, was also in the throes of my own like mental health struggles, and I was like, what am I going to do for the next four years on this campus? And I was really big on just showing up to things. Mm -hmm. So I saw in the emails that university sends, they send so many emails. I saw this one event called uh, Lunchbox Talk, which basically you go and you have lunch with other professionals at the university and they just tell you about their job and, and give you advice and whatever. And through that, I met uh, the an individual who is now um, one of my supervisors and they asked me, they said, we started talking about radio and podcasting. And I said that I did my own little small thing. And they said, well, one of the, um, like the head of this building is doing a podcast radio episode with a couple of incoming first year students. And then we were thinking of maybe doing another one four years from now and seeing where you are. So if you were interested in that, I'd love to have you. So I did that radio spot. And then from there, I got an email from the same person saying, oh, we actually have this volunteer group coming on. Oh, um, great. If you wanted to do more stuff in podcasting. And what actually happened was 2017, ooh, yeah, 2017 or 2018, um, anyone who knows Canadian history, please don't get mad at me. But one of those years was <laughs> Canada's 150th anniversary. So there's a okay. lot of uh federal funding for like initiatives of media so this group actually got a grant and that's what we used to like buy our equipment and they were able to pay some of us as students to like create audio stuff and through that grant um the program became more solidified and now it's something that kind of comes up every year in the work study system and we work and we get paid to do this stuff but because we're learning it's also considered a form of, of study right so yeah that's kind of that thing and how perchance the 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 group itself was created but also how I fell into it as well. Very cool. Okay, so it's it's pretty clear that you've decided to turn a corner and law school is not, you know, that's in the rear view now. Um are you still thinking about grad school in any way shape or form? Absolutely not. Um Okay. <laughs> So basically what it's, what it's looking at, and I've talked to people about this too. I actually sat down with a lawyer, which was really nice a couple of years ago. And even she was saying, you know, podcasting's hot, podcasting's here, like tarot's working for you. Law school's going to be here forever. Yep. If you wake up at 30 and this stuff isn't working, you want to go to law school, go to law school, but yeah. pursue what you're passionate about first. So that's what I'm thinking. I love it. You're getting great advice before we even connected. So I, <laughs> I'm not worried about you. Um, well, in your um, in the form that you filled out, you said that you were working. So is that you're speaking specifically of the podcasting work study position? Yes, I am back. So when I filled out that form, a lot of my um, work was in flux. 
So I wasn't okay. sure what I was going to be doing, but that's back. That's back. Um, awesome. That I'm doing. And I snagged a, a cool contract with a local production studio as well. Great. Um, which was, it's really cool. It's a lot of work, a lot of stuff going on right now, but it's, it's exciting. Yeah. yeah. So that seems like that could be an avenue for full-time work even. Definitely. On down the road. Okay. And do you host your own show right now? So no. So maybe that is more so what I was looking for. What, what you have to say for me is uh, because of the pandemic, everything in June, I actually went ahead and started the business for podcasting and started the business for tarot. So the websites are in, in the works, but I have the Instagrams up. And I guess that idea of, of also, you know, finishing up school and there's always people who say, well, just go get a job at another company and it's easier. Mm-hmm. Maybe some insights that you have for doing it yourself. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I completely, I feel where you are with that. Um, and it seems to me that that is sort of the direction that a lot of the, the Y, I'm sorry, the Z generation is going. Um, there's definitely a lot of interest in entrepreneurial stuff and I want to work for myself and make a difference in the world, et cetera. And it seems like any of the experiences that I would have told you like to pick up on, you're doing already. So you've got, I mean, part of starting your own show, I think is really understanding um, how to use the equipment and getting a sense of what you want to talk about. And I had bought all my stuff and, and I had, you know, I had notes down for what I wanted the first few episodes to be, but actually sitting down at the microphone to record and then like learn how to do all that editing, that took me like four or five months. And I think most of it was out of fear. Like, do I really have a right to do this? Um, You know, I had imposter syndrome, like crazy time. um, And I'm definitely not getting that vibe from you at all. So I think part of it is just sitting down and and doing the work, um, getting it done. Uh, and if you're, see, I love my full-time job and I have no, um, I have no plan to quit my full-time job, this podcasting stuff. And then I also run a swim team with my husband. Um, this is stuff that it, for me is replacing. Like when I used to go to the movies, I used to see three and four movies in a weekend, um, or going out drinking, things like that. Um, the podcasting and the swim team has replaced all that. And so I think it's interesting, like your the lawyer was telling you like law school will always be here. So if you wake up at age 30 and you don't want to podcast anymore, you can always go back to school. I mean, I guess I feel the same way about the other things that I was involved in. As far as I can tell, they're not going to stop making movies anytime soon. So if I don't enjoy the stuff anymore, I can always go back to that. Um, now I do feel you in the sense that you're looking for this to be your job, your, um, where you're going to get your employment and make your living. So there's, there's things that you will be doing right out of the box that I'm not doing yet. Um, and that's trying to figure out how to monetize. And I'm actually in the process of trying to learn that myself. Um, people just think like, oh, well, I'll get sponsors and then I'll be set and ready to go. And that's definitely not necessarily the case. Um, and I will recommend to you uh, wholeheartedly that you listen to Adam Shibley's podcast business school show um, because he has a really great insight on how to build all that stuff. Um, but I think, yeah, getting a grip on how you want to monetize. And if you've already got your show, then, then you know that there's all these other resources out here. Um, so I think we connected in the She Podcasts group, right? Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, you know that that group is huge. There's an incredible amount of resources there. Um, 
And then I'm sure you're aware of PodFest and Podcast Movement, which are all virtual conferences right now. Um, but that's a good thing where you're in a position where you're still a student. And if you wanted to pay the lower amount to be involved in a virtual a virtual conference where you can learn some stuff. It's different, obviously, in person versus virtual because when you're in person, you have the opportunity to do a whole lot more networking. But I think, um, obviously, your goal then when you're done with school or as you're finishing school would be to try and get on as many shows as you possibly can because that exposure will eventually um, get your name out there. And then however you've decided to monetize, whether it's taking on clients, doing the tarot readings full time, like you're already doing, you said, um, or looking for a higher dollar sponsor um, some like a corporation or a company that's really aligned with your, like maybe Gabby Bernstein, Bernstein becomes a sponsor for you because you guys are highly aligned with, um, with your goal on, you know, spirituality and stuff like that. Is that making any sense? No, that makes so much sense. Yeah. It's creating those connections. <clears throat> yeah, totally. And I, and I, I think, um, I think also figuring out if you're using your podcast as a platform for the tarot reading or if you're doing the two sort of connected like the podcast is I don't even did you tell me what your show was about I don't remember um so I have two uh one is like you said it's it's the podcast to bolster the tarot reading so that I'm not as worried about monetizing it's more so if you find me through the podcast you want to get an individual reading come come book and then I have another one that's still getting off the ground but the content is saved on my computer somewhere which is related (laughs) (laughs) you know the feeling which is related to the editing consulting and production side of the podcast business that I want to do and that's honestly passion product projects for me and again it's it's supporting the business in that it's me doing experimental audio and then it's it's more so if you think this sounds cool if you want to work with me, come to this website, fill out a form and, and we'll figure it out. So essentially what you're saying is that for people that want to record their own show, but don't really care about the editing and can afford to pay for someone else to do it, that's where you would come in. Right. Or if you had, so yeah, for the, the more, uh, general management for editing and, you know, managing your lips in, but also too for artists, audio artists, if you wanted to do a cool sort of sensory or immersive experience with some sort of art kind of spin, instead of just, here's me talking with my friend, um, I'd love to collaborate on that. Cool. I love all of this stuff that you're thinking about doing. And, and honestly, like you're on the right track, um, using the tarot and the tarot readings right now as initial monetization and, you know, just sort of putting yourself through a couple different ways to get people on your email list or they're listening to the show and then they book a private session with you or they listen to the show and they purchase something else from you. Um, you said you already have a website dedicated to that, right? The website's in progress. Instagram is up, website's in progress. Okay, cool. Um, And then for the podcasting business part of it, I mean, I think just the stuff that I already mentioned, getting a a lot more connected with some of those um, organizations that that do conferences and virtual summits. And I think even maybe like trying to contact some people in the organizations that are, are, you know, higher level, like I think iHeartRadio is its own podcasting network and they have people... 
um, who do what you want to do. And I would just try to find those people and request an informational interview with them, um, whether it's for a show or whether it's for your own edification. Just say, hey, I'm really involved in this, in this side of the business. I'm very excited to make this my full-time gig. Um, or even if it's a side gig, whatever, and say, can I, you know, do you have 30 minutes where I could pick your brain about how you got started and what recommendations that you have? Right. And I would just, I would start there, um, you know, post on She Podcasts and ask how many of you guys are actually, you know, doing outsourcing your, your editing and your, and your hosting stuff for other people um, and make those, make those connections there. But other than that, I, I mean, I feel like you're, you're eons ahead of, most of the people that are your age and getting ready to get out of school because you kind of know what you want to do. You're just, you know, figuring out how to kind of connect on to those rungs in the ladder that are going to, that are going to pull you up. But I mean, tarot, spirituality, that stuff is hot right now. So I would be surprised if you didn't already have a few clients in your, in your arsenal. Right, right. I have, yes, it's been a lot of, um, especially for the tarot, the connections um, and Facebook has been a surprising resource because everyone wants to say that Facebook is dead, but it, it's it's a sleeper. Yeah. Um, so it's been helpful, but also everything that you've had to say too, um, you're either reminding me of things that I've been told before and it's kind of like, you know, when you hear something five times, it's finally time to do it. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and then also those nuggets of, of some new ideas that I'm definitely going to implement. Awesome. And I had a thought of something else that I thought you should do. And I told, oh, have you thought about writing a book? No, I know books are like a big thing. Honestly, I don't know what I would write about yet. I feel like this is similar to when people ask me if I've thought about moving away from one-on-one client work into more group work and more scalable offers. Yeah. Um, and I think those two things kind of go hand in hand because they're both things for like wider community. And I'm sure once I figure out an idea for one, I can do the other, you know? Yeah. I mean, even just something in the, in the memoir arena of like, this is what I learned about tarot and this is how tarot helped me develop into the person that I am today. And it, you know, it doesn't have to be a 500 page, thousand page manifesto, um, but just sort of writing about the involvement with tarot and how that's, how that's made um, an impression on your life. And even, you know, to the point of, you know, changing career paths. Um, I think there's definitely a market for that. Even if you wind up writing the book and it turns into just a lead magnet for the rest of your business. Um, But uh, yeah, self-publishing is super easy to do. It's mostly just, you know, sitting down and actually writing the book. That's the the tricky part. But um, so just something to think about as another way to bolster your business in the future. Um, If you, you know, get a bug to, I'm going to start writing today (laughs) and, um, you know, try to write between 250 and 500 words a day until you have something that feels good. And uh, yeah, then you'll be golden. No, that's actually, I, I never thought of myself in the bracket yet to be writing a memoir, but the way that you laid that out, um, I've, I've never considered book writing from that perspective. So now I have ideas. Now I'm like ready to go. Oh, good. Like, and I, yeah. Yes. I mean, my first book came out of this like reaction of work-life balance and being really sick and tired of 
being told that, that my needs to, you know, only work eight hours a day were unrealistic. And I finally just was like, you know, somebody needs to tell this story. Somebody needs to steer the ship. Um, and I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to write about what's important to me and write about the things that I've been able to implement in my own life that have made a change. So, um, you know, I never had any you know, pipe dreams that I'm going to be a New York Times bestseller right off the bat. But there is an opportunity to bolster your authority um, within your field when you say, I'm a published author. And that's whether you sell five books or whether you sell 5,000. So, um, and honestly, just, just there's something beautiful about being able to say that you're a published author um, with all your other accolades as you're, you know, building your site and building your business. So, um, yeah, just some extra to think about there. No, and that's that's amazing. I really am thinking. I'm like, it's gonna be my chapter one. It's gonna be my chapter two. I already have it laid out. Thank you so much. That oh. is key. That's my gem that I'm taking from this. I need to write a book. Awesome. Well, I, that makes me really happy that you would say that. Um, Sabrina, do you have any additional questions that you want to ask me while we're doing this little hot seat thing? I don't think so. I think I think we had a, a good conversation. I came in just not knowing what to expect, but open. This is what I do with everything. I'm just open to, to seeing where the, the experience takes me. And it took me to a really good place that's called writing a book. <laughs> oh, good. That makes me so happy. All right. Well, Elevate Your Eight Audience People. We have been chatting with Sabrina from the beautiful, is it country of Toronto? Province of, of Toronto. Um, city of Toronto. City of Toronto. And she is finishing her senior year of school. And eventually we will find her out there uh, editing podcasts and reading tarot and becoming a best-selling author. So Sabrina, thank you so much for joining me today. No problem. Thank you for having me. Should I let them know what the Instagram handles are if they wanted to find me? Should I just email that to you and you can put it in the show notes? Okay. Tell me right now. Okay, so um, if you wanted to work with me um, and have your cards read and do some intuitive healing and introspection there, uh, you can find me on Instagram at satstarot, that is S-A-T-S, and then the word tarot, T-A-R-O-T. And then similarly, if you want to work with me for audio, audio art, or to help get your podcast off the ground, you can find me on Instagram at satsproduction, so S-A-T-S productions and hopefully I will have my websites up at the same at the same names but dot com after both of them um, and you can find me there beautiful okay well I'm excited to hear you'll have to come back on the show in six months and tell everybody how how you've progressed that will be really really exciting to hear oh yeah I'd love that Thank you so much.